Have you ever hit a plateau? Have you ever been told you've hit a plateau and you need to break through it? Have you felt like things are stagnant, like you know there's more, but you can't get to it? What about when things are actually going really well? But there's that one thing, like that one thing you really desire but can't seem to figure out. What then? Oh, give me your next 20 minutes. Prepare the notes app in your phone for this one because it's time for you to take action, to experience change, to experience growth, to experience a new level. Let's go. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, this word plateau, it's such a common word in the health and fitness industry. And if you don't know already, that was pretty much my whole life, sports and fitness and health. As a certified personal trainer and fitness nutrition specialist, helping others create healthy lifestyles for themselves was my favorite thing to do. And honestly, it's still up there. I loved pushing people to and a little beyond their limits. I used to say at the beginning of spin classes I taught, I would say, you give me all you've got and I promise I'll get you a little further. I'll get you past that. The thing is, sometimes we hit what is called a plateau. Oh, I'm sure you've experienced this if you've ever been on any type of weight loss journey. If you've ever been in a season where checking the scale is your thing, you lose a pound one week, two the next, one the next, and this continues literally, hopefully like this, because that's how sustainable weight loss works, slow and steady in a healthy fashion. Anyway, you continue on and then all of a sudden it seems like everything comes to a halt. Been there? Like, you're still working out, you're still running, you're still following the meal plan, but for now, five weeks straight, no movement in that number. You've hit a plateau. What does that mean? Well, it means you've reached a stage where there's no further change or development happening. It's just sort of a this-is-what-it-is phase. In your weight loss journey, it could be that you're at a place now where the calories you burn are equaling the calories you eat. You're not in a deficit anymore. And let me clear this up right here. Hitting a plateau is not bad. It's not a negative. It's not something that means you're failing and that there's no more success. Literally, it just means you're maintaining, you're steady, you're consistent, you're at where you're at, and that's the fact. So from that place, you've got two options. Either you celebrate and enjoy and confidently live in your state of consistency, of maintenance, of steadiness, or... You have a desire for something to change and you, well, you change. You shift the plan. Remember, it's not that the plan is broken or wrong, but if you want to see change, you've got to shift the plan. Let me say that again. It's not that the plan is broken or wrong, but if you want to see change, you've got to shift the plan. Well, that's what I want to talk about today in regards to your relationship with God. And you already know, I'm talking about this because I've gone through this. It's something God was dealing with me about recently. It wasn't a good or bad. It wasn't a right or wrong. It was simply a place that felt good, consistent, steady. A place I was proud of. A place I was not comfortable in a lazy way, but comfortable in a stability kind of way. And then a friend challenged me. 
(laughs) And let me say this right here. Check your friends. Check your relationships. Do you have relationships with people you can be completely honest with? Like completely honest? Like cry about your frustrations and insecurities knowing they will hear you? And if needed, give you wisdom, godly wisdom? That part. I have a select few of these friends and to be really honest, I have a relationship or maybe two and this is the purpose of our relationship. This accountability, this godly wisdom, this encouragement, but also accountability. I also have developed the maturity over many years to know what to only share with these select few people. And truly, it might be just one person. And the maturity has come because I know I don't want just an opinion. Like, I don't just want someone to agree and co-sign with my own thoughts when I'm going through something. I want to speak with someone who can hear from the Lord and who can give me direction. Ugh, I've been talking about doing an episode about friendships for a while, like even having one of my best friends on as a guest and just letting you in on what our normal everyday conversations are going to look like. So, ugh, I got to do that. Anyway, this friend, she challenged me in the most incredible way with such a pure heart. She challenged me to press in with prayer in a different way. Well, not really a different way, but to press in, to go harder, to push harder, to set aside a time, to intentionally pray for this one thing every day. And what's more incredible? She said, I'm going to do it too, Kayla. I'm going to set aside 10 minutes every day to hit the spirit and pray for this exact situation for you. Focus time praying for your situation. What? Wow. That's all I needed to hear. I couldn't let her carry the load alone carry my load of prayer. I was determined. I was in this place of comfort, of consistency, of steadiness with the Lord. Nothing was wrong. We were solid. But now I was challenged to push. I needed to see change. Again, not a bad place, but for this, I needed to shift. So let me ask you, where are you at with God? Are you good? Are you solid? Are you consistent? Are you on fire? Whatever your answers are to those questions, that's between you and him. Remember, a plateau is not bad. It is solid and steady. Now let me ask you, do you need a breakthrough in something? Do you need a miracle? Do you need God to show up and to move in a fresh way? Do you need to go deeper? Is it time to go beyond the plateau? Is it time to shift? Well, That's where I found myself. And that's what I have for you today. I've got five steps for the freshness, five steps to shift out of that plateau to experience the growth and change. Five simple steps. And y'all, if you've been with me a while, you're not even going to be surprised when I say this. The Lord has laid these steps out in a nice little acronym and we are spelling the word shift. S-H-I-F-T. Of course he did, right? So let's get right into it. I've got five areas for you to shift in order to get off the plateau and experience the change, the development, that shift you're desiring. So first, S, shift your space. Your space, your location, your spot, your favorite chair, your bed. It's time to get away from the comfort and shift your space. So if you've seen me on social media lately, you will have noticed and I shared that for the past almost month, instead of heading to my usual desk with my Bible and journal first thing in the morning, I've been heading into this other room, this spare bedroom that doesn't get used. I went in there and sat on the floor in the corner beside the bed one morning. I wanted to press in and pray. And I knew if I went to my usual spot, my favorite spot, my comfortable spot, my safe spot, I would do what I do there. I would get out my journal, I would have the most incredible time with God in His Word, write pages and pages, and I would feel so close to Him. Again, nothing wrong with that, nothing bad. 
But the shift I was looking for was in my prayer life. So I had to shift my space. I had to shift to a space that would be a different focus. Let me tell you though, those first couple days, the shift was not easy. It wasn't comfortable. It even felt hard in some ways. What? Hard to pray? Hard to just talk to God in this way for me? Yes. I talk to God throughout the day, every day. I talk to him. Prayer as communication is not hard for me. It's natural now. But this, to press in, to truly focus my time, my heart, my words, to really contend and fight for this situation, this felt hard. I'll tell you this. I've been part of quite a few churches. I even worked full-time for a large church, and I've been to prayer meetings, prayer nights, prayer services. I always felt distracted, even unqualified at times. How could these people pray so fervently, so powerfully for so long? Like, just focused in. How can they stay focused? And I'm over here looking at everyone's shoes, thinking about dinner, counting ceiling tiles. Y'all, true stories here. This has been something in my life that has felt hard for years. So it was something I never focused on, really. I don't doubt my relationship with God and the growth that we have and the time we spend together. But about a month ago, I needed to push through. I needed a new level. I needed to shift beyond the comfort. I needed to break through the plateau. And the first thing I shifted was my space. All right, next, H. If you want to break through this plateau and get to another level, shift your hearing. This is so real. What are you listening to? Who are you listening to? Numerous studies show that what you listen to affects your mood. We kind of already know this though, right? Like we almost use the effects of it in reverse. Like when you're having a sad day, you may choose more somber music. Feeling joyful, happy, excited, pumped up, that's a whole different playlist. And yet another time, you're straight up about to bust the windows on someone's car. No, just me? <laughs> See, we will use what we listen to to justify our mood, to keep us in that mood. Sometimes to get us out of it, but more often to keep us in and validate our own feelings. So now let's turn this around. If you're in a plateau, if you're in a pretty good routine, consistent and steady state, and now you realize you want some growth, you want to see change, shift your hearing, shift what you're listening to. Look, with every one of these points that I'm going to make to you today, you have to actually take action. You have to be the one to actually do it. You have to have the discipline, the diligence, the go-getter mindset to do it. If you've been in a downer of a mood for a while and want to get out of it, shift your hearing. Change the playlist. Change the people who are just wallowing around with you, agreeing with you how bad things are right now. You know what? Whether you're out for a walk or doing laundry, if you're driving, maybe don't do this right now, but when you stop, you can. Open the notes app in your phone, write down the word shift, and as I share each point with you, write beside or underneath it how you can take action. If you want to get to a new level, make the plan today to take action. All right, back to hearing. And this can be the opposite too. You might be a super go-getter. You might always be starting a new project, always putting a new idea into motion, always looking for the next bright and shiny thing. And the wild thing is, you've been successful like this. This is almost your normal. But now you want to see some change. Maybe you want to see change in a relationship. You want to see change in your family life. You've got to change what you're hearing. 
Instead of listening to every investor who pumps your tires and always has another business opportunity for you, maybe it's time to listen to someone outside all that. Someone who can speak life into you outside of business. Maybe it's time to switch all those goal-setting and go-getter and rise-and-grind podcasts and books you're reading and listening to for something focused on loving others, focused on slowing down. Shift your hearing. Here's what I did. Early in the mornings, in that little spare bedroom sitting on the floor in the corner, I brought in my Soaking in God's Presence instrumental playlist. I tried to do it alone. I tried to sit in quiet and pray. The problem was I was hearing my own thoughts and my own distractions louder and louder. All those memories of feeling unqualified, feeling like I can't pray like this. I can't focus. That's all I was hearing. So I brought in my little playlist. I like to listen to playlists that are called Soaking in God's Presence. You can find them probably on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, all the things. I listen to them when I write, when I work, sometimes just for a little background while I'm working at a coffee shop. They're full of hours and hours of just sounds, sounds of worship, but no songs you'll recognize. I can't listen to just instrumental worship music because then I start singing the song and then I'm right back to my own distractions again. On top of that, I started adding in some teachings on prayer. There's a few pastors that I listen to regularly, and well, God being God, one of them just did a great teaching on prayer that was so legit. And then I searched for more. Because I was listening to these teachings, to these messages, then I would talk to God about them throughout the day. My conversations with God while out hiking, out driving, while just chilling, they became more focused on prayer. I know that might sound silly because prayer is talking to God, but I started to ask him for help in prayer. I started to ask him to help me focus on my focused prayer time. Look, don't judge. You do you. I'm just sharing how things flow with me and I have to ask him for help. So shifting my space and shifting my hearing have been instrumental for me in what has happened to go to a new level. All right, let's keep going. The third strategy, I shift your ideas. Yep, shift your ideas. See, we always have ideas of what it should look like, of what success looks like, of what it takes, of what we need to do in order to get to that next level. We have ideas most often because we've seen others do it before. So now we often imitate or emulate, right? We see someone have success in an area we desire to experience change in. So what's our idea? Do it just like they did and maybe even better than they did. Wow, but so true. Here's a little inside honest truth. So I shared a couple weeks back in this podcast that I just spent two and a half weeks alone up in the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. While I was up there, I had a solo movie night with the fireplace crackling and all the things. I watched the movie War Room. You might be surprised, but I'd never seen it before. The small group I meet with weekly, we go through books. Well, we started as a book club, but now we are a committed small group of women, even with a text message group chat. That's how you know it's reached another level. My idea was to have a book club, just read books and meet on Zoom once a week. And we did. For almost two years, there were more than 40 women who joined and came through those Thursday night meetings, knocking off Christian books and encouraging us to grow. And still... In order to go to another level in relationships, in our prayer together, in our vulnerability, a shift had to take place. My idea of just a book club had to shift. Side story, but also help me make my point. Anyway, we had decided to read the book Fervent by Priscilla Shire, the book that came out of the ideas from the movie War Room, sort of. So I watched the movie. If you haven't seen it, 
highly recommend. But also, you can come out of that movie with all the ideas of taking all the clothing out of your closet and creating your own prayer closet, your own personal war room. And don't even get me started about how social media just listens to our thoughts, right? All of a sudden, I'm seeing and following women who have done just that, totally renovated a closet in their house to become this prayer war room. Scripture posted all over the walls, beanbag chair, rug, lamp, all the things. Did my mind go to thinking I needed all that to have this type of prayer life, this type of pressing in, this type of fervent prayer? Oh, it totally did. That's honestly what made me go into that little spare bedroom in the first place. Giving up closet space wasn't an option, but I could go into that room. That was a quiet and different environment. I went in there and shut the door. Here's the thing. Sometimes we think We know exactly what needs to be done to get to a new level. We think we have the best idea of how it will work. Most often because we've seen someone else do it. He lost 80 pounds on keto. If I want to break through this plateau, I need to try keto. She posts to TikTok like five times a day for 30 days straight and she got 50,000 followers and is growing her business. Great idea. I guess I better learn some dance moves. We get ideas based on what we see others do and we expect that our change Our growth will follow their same pattern. But you, my brother, my sister, are unique. God made you unique. It's time to shift your ideas. Seek him. He will show you how to make this shift possible in your own way. Remember, it's not about following exactly how someone else did it. It's about your heart, your desire, and your relationship with God. Shift your ideas. All right, let's recap. Shift. Shift your S space. H, hearing, I, ideas, and F, faith. Shift your faith. Thought I was going to say focus? I did too. Wrote a whole paragraph and then deleted it. The foundation here is faith. You believe that God is telling the truth about who he was, who he is, and who he forever will be. Do you truly believe that? Do you truly believe that for your situation? Do you truly believe that for the one situation you've been struggling to believe that for? It's time to shift your faith. I was about to say, here's a cliche Bible verse for you, but then I was like, why would I call any scripture in the Bible cliche? This is God's word. It is powerful. It is alive. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible is not cliche. And scripture is not cliche. And I need to catch myself and check myself if I'm ever diminishing the power of the word of God to just a cliche, just something we always say in that situation, just something that we sprinkle on top or throw over the situation like a blanket. No, this is real. This is power. So where I'm heading is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. I'll drop the New King James Version first because it might be the way you have this powerful verse memorized. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yes. The New Living Translation of the Bible says it like this. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Think about this. If you have the substance, if you have the reality in front of you, there's no need for faith. It's already there. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. This might not land the way it's coming through to me right now, but I'm going to share it anyway. So I'm from the Tony the Tiger Frosted Flakes toys in the box generation. You remember ever getting the glasses? And by glasses, I mean the cardboard cutout and bend so they kind of fit behind your ears and there's these two red films for lenses and you use them to decode the message on the back of the box. Remember those? Okay, 
So when you first look at the box, you don't see anything. It's just a cereal box. But once you realize there are glasses in the box, oh, now you know there's something more. And when you cut out those glasses and hold them up to your eyes, you can see things that weren't tangibly there before. And actually, when you remove faith, the glasses, they're gone. Not even a trace. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. In order to go to a new level, in order to break through that situation, in order to see the miracle, you've got to shift your faith. Instead of just always wondering about this situation, always just thinking it is what it is right now, God has me right here for a reason, I'm good right here, I started to shift my faith. As I prayed differently, I put on those faith glasses and could see what I was believing for. I shifted my faith from asking questions to seeing and holding on to the evidence of seeing it. You want to break through that plateau? Are you ready to go to a new level? Shift your faith. And finally, T, shift your tone. Oh, should I just hit the outro music right now? Just leave that as that? Y'all, again, that is not the word I was prepared to share. I had two others that I thought were strong choices. And right here, right now, he said, shift your tone. Wow, I'm not sure I've ever said, I need to check my tone. Now, it's easy for me to say to others, you need to check your tone. You better check your tone. You want me to do what? Not with that tone, you don't. Ooh. You know what? I am going to just leave that right there. Remember, a plateau is not a bad thing. It is a steady and a solid and a standard and a consistent and a safe and comfortable in a good way place to be. And still, if you want to go to a new level, if you want to experience change, if you desire a breakthrough, you're going to need to shift. And I gave you five strategies to put into practice right now in your life. Now it's on you. Do your part. S, shift your space. H, shift your hearing. I, shift your ideas. F, shift your faith. T, shift your tone. Father, I pray right now for every person listening to this episode. I pray that what they've been desiring, what they've been questioning, what they've been even feeling defeated in, I pray that this episode has given them a push to push, a push to press, a push to fight, and a push to see growth and see change. And in order to do that, I pray for their mindset to shift so that they will not just hear this word, not just leave these strategies right here on their walk or in their car, but put them into practice right now in their lives. I believe you are who you say you are. I believe in miracles. I believe in breakthrough. I believe in the power of Jesus Christ. As we shift, Lord, help us see the evidence. We won't give up. We are heading to a new level, a new level with you. Amen. Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.